You want to achieve great things? You want to reach the next level? Well, so does every other entrepreneur. You know what that means? You have to take every competitive advantage possible. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show where we're going to show you how to create this competitive advantage by being more productive and sharing the secrets of the world's top performers. I'm your host, Kenny Aronson, and I think it's time to get down to business. Here at the Da Vinci Mindset Podcast, we are all passionate about self-development. An important part of self-development is overcoming mistakes. It's creating transformations in your life, and that's exactly what we help you to do. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Salye Muganahi. Salye is a transformative person. He spent his life growing, learning, and accomplishing great things. He's a motivational speaker and a coach, and he works in the banking industry. He's had a long career in business. He's finding a whole bunch of success. I'm very excited to bring you my conversation with him. So without any further ado, Let's welcome Salye to the show. Hey, Salye, how you doing today, my friend? Hey, Kenneth, doing pretty awesome. It's definitely a good day, even though it's, uh, there's a lot of snow coming down here in North Carolina, but feeling amazing. That doesn't stop what we're working on. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I think there's a, I'm over here in Ohio, and there, there's a little bit of snow, but, you know, it's been cold, <laughs> but it hasn't been too bad. So, you know, I, I wanted to just talk a little bit about, you know, I, I always start off my show the same way. So why don't you just tell us a, a little bit about yourself and what you're up to in the world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm originally from New York City, actually. Um, background from the Middle East, but came when I was super young. Uh, we had a, a family business. Uh, so when you have a family business, that means there's not going to be all these fun activities after school or whatever. You're going to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, from the age of probably 10, um, I've been helping my family in the business and while going to school. Um, and I did that all the way up to college. I attended rural College in New York for accounting. Um, I got involved with student organizations, and that's when I really saw the light for you know self-transformation because I realized it's about building relationships with, with people. Um, you know, went through a lot of stuff within my journey, um, you know, a lot of family loss and whatnot, but that's what really teaches you. Um, I always had the mindset where everything happens for a reason. If it came to your life, it might suck in the beginning and you might hate it, but it really happens for a reason. And so you know, maybe we'll get even deeper into that. But then that journey eventually led to going to North Carolina, which I never imagined because I am a city boy, (laughs) you know, New York City. (laughs) And so, you know, I made the leap for the sake of uh, taking it to my my next step, which is leading a a team of 15 individuals uh, in North Carolina. Um, It's it's the mindset of I want to lead people. I want to build relationships. I want to learn from people. It's not just about leading, but hey, everyone brings something to the table. And so that's where I am today. Uh, and you know, besides that, obviously, it doesn't just stop at your regular job. So I've been going to a bunch of uh, motivational seminars, self-development, such as Tony Robbins, uh, Les Brown, uh, Toastmasters. I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about Toastmasters. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> um, a public speaking uh, program as well. And just meeting a lot of people and just genuinely trying to build 
relationships with them because that's where the magic happens. Okay, awesome. It certainly sounds like you're you're up to a lot in the world, and I'm curious. I want to go back to you know your younger days. What was the family business that you were involved with, if if you yeah, don't mind sharing? Yeah, of course. So it was a convenience store business. Uh, we had we also had a, a Western Union there. So it was in Corona, New York. Um, I used to do ten to twelve hours a day. Sometimes there was no such thing as a day off. <laughs> thing as a salary, you know, you're doing this for the family, and I honestly didn't mind just because we as a family are super strong. Thank God, you know, it doesn't happen in a lot of families. But if I needed a kidney, my brother wouldn't even think about it; he would give it to me right <laughs> away. It's amazing. Um, and so, honestly, sometimes I would be so tired coming from school and then work, and I would take uh, a cupboard box, I would put it in the storage room, and sleep for one hour. The main oh my thing God! Is, yeah, the main thing there is we have to keep going. I know what my, I know my why in that place, um, and sometimes obviously I would. Why am I? You know, why am I doing this? You know, why am I? Whatever. But um, it just to think about it now, it really probably saved me up from a lot of trouble as well because you know I didn't have any other plans to go this way or that way, but more of. You know, it, it just kind of made me mature faster because from the age of 10 and I'm at that convenience store, <laughs> you have, you're dealing with people that are happy, that are angry, that have questions. You've got They're, everyone. Yeah, you basically got everyone. The drunk, the, <laughs> the awake, <laughs> um, there's been fights, and I'm there like, I'm 11 years old, why am I witnessing this right now? I'm about to get punched. Um, but there's also the good days, you know, we also had... You know, people that were generous, people that we really formed friendships with, um, and honestly, thank God, anything that I wanted, you know, even though I'm, I wasn't getting a salary, but anything that I wanted, that I asked my dad, he gave it. So, you know, there there was that balance, um, and honestly, because we had Western Union in New York, which is you know the money transfer, mm-hmm. uh, my brother said, hey, since you're taking accounting, why don't you? Why don't you do that? You take care of the money stuff there. And because I did that, and they had a fancy title, um, a compliance officer. If someone was reading my resume and sees compliance officer, oh my God, what were oh you my doing? It's <laughs> a convenience story. <laughs> but I still dealt with the audits and the money and the craziness there. And so because I did that as well, it actually helped me with my career because I put that in my resume. And my first job was Barclays. They saw that in my resume, like, oh, oh, you've done, you've done regulations, great. That'll get you a job. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah, it really did stuff for me. Very good. It sounds like you know, working through the family business at the convenience store, it really helped you to, you know, kind of build an insane work ethic. Would you say oh, that's true? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You have to be there on time. You have to make sure the place is presentable. And the thing is. It's, 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 it's a difference when you're working for yourself versus for someone else because when you're working for yourself, this is your family stuff, your work ethic is even higher. You're, you're trying to bring your game in every day. This is what feeds you. You know, when, when, when it's an employee, they get a salary, great, no matter. But when it's your own business, you know if you screw up, it's going to be less money. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, because there's a lot of mouths dependent on your work you know that that really also kind of changes the way you work 
every day. That's a good point. You know, I found that, you know, from starting my own business, you know, my own entrepreneurship kind of venture, you know, it takes a lot more work, but I think it's a lot more motivating and you work a lot harder oh, yeah. when it's your own thing. And, and I think it's a, a little more rewarding. And so sure. j- just a few minutes ago, you know, you, you kind of touched on your, your experience at the, the Tony Robbins events. Would you be able to expand on those a little bit? Oh, God, I don't even know where to start. It's insane. So in 2016, before I went to rally to lead the team, I went to his event because I said, I've never led a real you know, working environment team before. I was just given the trust. And I was passionate about training people um, because they were cutting operations from New York. And so they sent me down there. So I wanted something that would prepare me mentally and physically or whatever just to give me the mindset. And um, after meeting a bunch of people, they always recommended Tony Robbins. So I went to his event and I really didn't know what to expect. I just believed in the process and I went. Uh, and sometimes it's, you know, it tells you a lot about the leap of faith, right? <laughs> so I went there and I see 12,000 people. <laughs> 12,000 wow. people. That is a lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of people. And so four days where we were there from 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and we would finish by 10 p.m., 1 a.m. In my head, I'm like, how the heck do you stay for that long talking to us? That on its own is so inspiring. I don't think anyone would just do that for the money. You know? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So is he talking the entire time, or does he take yes. breaks? Oh, my God. Very little break. Very <laughs> little break. There's not even a lunch break in, in, in his session. He would say, if you need to get lunch, go get it. But we're talking. <laughs> the environment is so insane because it's not just a lecture and you're listening. He knows how to break your pattern. So it would be uh, lecture a little bit and then get up and dance and start moving, start jumping and uh, you know, high five this person, give this person a hug or whatever. It's such an interactive environment. You are not bored. You have so much energy, your body's exhausted. But your mind is like, uh, be quiet. We got stuff to do here. This is <laughs> and honestly, this event defines that you can have fun without alcohol because there was no alcohol permitted at all for those four days. And people were having a great time building better relationships. And it was incredible. So in day one, uh, we got into, you know, in day one, we defined, you know, our crap that we have been dealing with, our dark times, our patterns. And then we do a lot of meditation. And this, at the same day, we talk about fear. And obviously fear has been the thing that shackles everybody, right? Like I said, my tag. Uh, <laughs> and then we walk on coals. We walk on fire. We I've heard about that. People can't grasp that idea because they haven't went through the seminar. But once your fear once you know how to dance with your fear, because that's what that makes you do. It makes you dance with your fear rather than resist it. Once you dance with your fear, and then you eventually walk cold, you tell yourself, oh crap, I just did that. And it just blows your mind. Because you tell yourself, if I can walk on coal, I can do a whole lot of stuff that I've been afraid <laughs> of. And so day two, it's another speaker, his name is Joseph. He talks about business, he talks about entrepreneurship, um, it kind of gets you into that mindset. And then day three is transformation day. 
and that is one of the most important things because it's 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 so unbelievable. We go into this process called the Dickens process, and Tony leads the meditation. He digs so deep into your soul, into your garbage, into your whatever, and he grows the pain within you. For example, it would be, you know, do you really want to feel that pain for one year? Now multiply it by five years. Now multiply it by twenty years. How does it feel? And if I am to ask you about stuff like that, and you're multiplying it, and, and the lights are off, so there is no judgment. You're doing whatever you're doing. There's no judgment. Lights are off, and people just little by little, their emotions are rising and rising. They let out this 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 big block that's been holding them down their whole life. Obviously, different people take it differently. You know, no experience is the same. But you start hearing people cry, sob, scream. Just because oh someone, <laughs> yeah, someone is poking at those things that they've suppressed for such a long time, and you no, know, in our world, it tells you to suppress these things. It doesn't tell you mm-hmm. how to deal with them. You know, get over yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he he、um, moves it from that to to kind of transformation of do you really have to live with that? Why do you have to live with that? You don't think we have solutions? Yeah, we have solutions. You have solutions. And so it turns into that, and then eventually to celebration. Goodness, that day just kind of doing it with twelve thousand people. <laughs> you know, it I mean? sounds it, pretty crazy. That, I mean, that it, sounds amazing. <laughs> it just kind of transforms your mind.、Um, and then on day four,、uh, they talk about nutrition. Joseph comes back. They talk about nutrition.、Uh, sometimes they bring.、Uh, oh, they talk about nutrition, but also. This guy named Master Ko talked about healing,、uh, using your energy, and so that's not something that's taught a lot. But to be able to feel your energy and remove it from your body and from, from you know from all around you and kind of using visualization, and that's how I got inspired even more with visualization. My thing is vision boards, visualization, and motivational speaking. Those three are kind of my life right now. <laughs> As you can see, my vision board behind. Oh yes, I didn't notice that before. <laughs> awesome.、Um, but yeah, that that four days is insane. So that's as an attendee. But when you go as a volunteer, like we, we spoke about before, you are behind the scenes. You are creating relationships. It's 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 kind of a whole different subject on its own. But it's so amazing because you get to support people, build relationships, change your life, and build. A very strong bond with different people, because there's 500 of us as volunteers, and we're always just bonding and and, and kind of working together to make sure that 12,000 people are okay. That certainly sounds amazing. So, Sal, yeah, if someone wants to become a volunteer for one of these events, how do you go through that process? How do you get to that point? So, to qualify to volunteer, you have to attend an event, because the whole point of Of being a volunteer is you're going to be able to support 12,000 people. How can you support 12,000 people if you've never went through what they went through? If you see someone that is sobbing, you can go to that individual and say, "I know where you are now. I am. I've been there. I am there. I am here for you." It's different when you already know, and so I respect that a lot. Just to kind of, you know, I, when I was going to volunteer, it was the mindset is,、oh, "I'm exchanging my volunteer time." So I can you know, see Tony as well. That was that was the bullshit I had in my head. So when I got there, half of the training day was 
how to take care of one another as volunteers. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a volunteer events where they teach you things of how you can grow yourself, how you can take care of people around you, and, and have fun doing it. And then the other half is how to take care of, of those 12,000 people. When you go to a volunteer event, they just give you the instructions of what to do, good luck, let us know if something happens. But not that. It was, <laughs> it just blew my mind. That's pretty awesome. I'm certainly going to have to check that out in the future. And, you know, one of the things that I really want to touch on in this episode is, you know, transformation. We've already been talking about that a little bit. And, you know, everyone in life, they go through negative events. They make mistakes. They, they have times of darkness. But in, in your opinion, in, in your perspective, how do you turn these negative events into positive ones so that you can learn and grow? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's important that you go through these, right? Life just throws these at you. You don't expect them, you don't visualize them. They just happen, but you don't understand. You're just mad when they're happening. <laughs> exactly. But what I say is everything happens. If you believe in the idea, rather than get mad, if you believe in the idea that everything happens for a reason, your mind will shift because you, you're gonna be patient. You are going to slow down to say, this is not happening to me, this is happening for me, right? Um, in 2012, I lost my dad to cancer. Um, and he was with us here at home, and we were basically watching my dad die, pretty much. Um, and it, 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 it kind of gave me a lot of questions, you know? This has never happened to us, why me? Um, and, but we were there. When I say everything happens for a reason, that particular, obviously, I didn't want that to happen, but that particular incident made me come closer to my dad. Made me say, oh man, I want to serve you in any way possible. You know, you've done so much for us. You've, you've taken us to a different level. I want to be there for you. And so my family came together. We were there for one another. Everyone was just there. You know, I stayed with my dad during the night shift. And I can, you know, I can feel his pain. I am there for him. I felt powerless, but I told myself, what can I do? I am very powerless. I can't cure him. It's, no matter how much I research, but turning that into a positive is just, what can I do? I can stay with him. But also with that type of mindset, when you go out to the to the world and see someone in pain, that that has taught you. You know that that what you went through, your story has taught you how to care for other people outside. So everything happens for a reason. Three months after that even more terrifying. We lost my brother who was 26 years old at the time. Uh, just three months after we lost my dad to, uh, to a robbery murder. And, you know, my dad, we kind of already knew what was happening. You know, we were there with him every step with my brother. We just lost him all of a sudden. And he mm-hmm. was basically my best friend. He was just a couple of years apart. And then, you know, you get the same question. How can you be positive now? You know, these people just killed your brother. How can you not hate a race, basically? Like you can get that too. You get those questions. How can you not how can you not hate humanity? How can you not be depressed? You just lost your dad three months later, you lost your brother. And there was so much of that negative voice. But then what do you do with that? Really, what do you do with that? You can either let it make you depressed or see where what what can you do with it? How can it take you to the next level? Take your people around you to the next level and your positivity. And so that 
it, it's crazy how the loss of our dad prepared me for that. Mm-hmm. Still, I can't figure it out just because it just happened in 2012. I mean, my brother's in my head every single day I wake up because I just miss him so much. But I honor his courage, I honor his bravery, the way he was, what he had taught me. And when I remember him, I just smile, mm-hmm. you know? And just that whole experience made me realize that even though you're going through negative things, understand them, flow with them, and see how you can turn them into something positive. For me, it made me create relationships with people. Because you never know what happens to you. You never know, right? You might think you're immune, your family's immune, but things happen. And so building relationships of just kind of being there with people, no matter what, it, it's weird how it happens with that, but how you turn them into that. You transform them into that. Well, Salia, I have to say that that's certainly amazing. And, you know, I find it inspiring that, you know, you can turn these horrible negative events into something positive. And I would say that, you know, your your brother and your father would be extremely proud of you for having the strength to, you know, turn these horrible, tragic events into something positive that can bring you closer with the people that are around you and your family. So I definitely commend you for that. And I think that it's amazing that you've done that. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um. I mean, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's been it's been a real it's been a real good journey, uh, and and that's another thing. You know, some people take their family for granted. Um, you know, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you might have little problems with your brother or your sister, but if you go through experiences of that sort, don't don't let them take you down. Really, um, mm-hmm. don't wait for these. Don't wait for these. Really, just understand. Your brother or your sister might be annoying, but hey, why don't you take some 20, 30 minutes to understand them a little bit? You know, maybe you'll mm-hmm. take them out for lunch or dinner because it's, it's uh, you know, you'll go, I don't know, it was a line from the office where he said something about the good old days. If I knew these are the good old, I wish I knew these are the good old days before they became the good old days, right? Because that's when you have fun. That's when you put a lot of effort into building those relationships. I mean, relationships are so big. They don't just take you to the next level. They help you with self-discovery. And when you build them with your family, that's where you start. You know, you can't be doing so many things for other people, but your household is in. You know, you can't just give them what's left of you. You have to give them what's best of you. I love that. I think you've got an amazing point. I think too many people, like you said, they they wait until it's gone or until, you know, the, the good old days have passed. So you really have to be, you know, I find it to be helpful to really express gratitude and oh, thankfulness yeah. for the, for the world around you. And I found that to be amazing so far. No, absolutely. Um, we're such a sponge. We just have to kind of pay attention and see what's coming at us. Mm-hmm. Hey, if it's good, let it transform. If it's bad, learn. yeah yeah exactly I I mean every single experience in life this is just my perspective but it always offers you some way to learn and some way to grow so we we talked Salye a little bit about you know your your big transformational events so you know the Tony Robbins event your your brother and father passing away are there any big steps that you've taken in your self-development journey that you'd like to share oh absolutely I mean when I moved from New York, that on its own was really huge. 
because in New York, I lived with my family. I didn't really pay any bills, right? Like I said, whatever I wanted, my family got me. Um, there was none of that. Everything was brand new. So when I moved to North Carolina, I did not have my driver license. And in North Carolina, if you don't have a car, you're a lost soul. <laughs> <laughs> that on its own, I moved with half of my family there. I, my apartment, I made sure to get an apartment right across from the building so I can just walk there and figure it out. But sometimes you just, the opportunity is presented to you, you have to jump in and figure it out. So coming to North Carolina has been such a big journey just to do that. Um, I had to buy everything from scratch, renting. I had to grow very quickly. So it was about adapting a bunch of environments. How can I adapt to this one right now while going to work and managing 15 people that I've never managed before? <laughs> I've never managed, period. <laughs> So there was, there, there was, when I started working, there was some nights where I kept asking myself, what the hell am I doing here? Because you just get those voices in your head. What the hell am I doing here? I could have just gotten a job in New York like everybody else and make a salary. But no, once that voice comes and haunts you, that's when you remember your why. Why are you here? And honestly, even though I went through a lot of crap here in North Carolina to learn the culture, to learn the people, to adjust, to see what I need as house essentials or whatever, even though my family helped, uh, my brother kind of two hours away, he helped as well, but it was, that to me was a big opening. It was such a big, how can I grow in any environment? And that opened my mind so much. It, you know, it's totally, I can go anywhere now and be able to adapt because of this experience. Um, okay, that's amazing. You know, using the aid of, of other things that I go to as well. Mm -hmm. I found the Toastmaster family here, so that was pretty incredible. That also took me to another level of helping me with public speaking and creating um, a network, which is super awesome. Okay, perfect. Do you have any tips for learning or growing quickly? Oh, absolutely. Um, there's one big thing. You've got to... Not just invest in yourself, right? Because, you know, some people, I'm going to kind of take it all the way down, right? Because some people might say, oh, no, I don't have the money. For example, students, they're just going to school, but they want to transform early. And I hope people transform early and not wait till they make money or whatever, right? Our digital world has provided us with so much space, right? Take advantage of that. Take advantage of simply reading. Tell you what, go to the thrift shop and buy books. They're 50 cents. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go to the thrift shop to get books that are self-development where elsewhere there would be 20 bucks or whatever. And so what I learned is some people are not patient with reading. They, wanna, they want that book to kind of go into their mind in five seconds. And therefore, they don't read. And therefore, they don't grow. They don't self-transform. So what I always tell people on that one tip is just do five minutes a day. If five minutes are going to help you, just do five minutes. That's it. Five minutes and put it back. But be consistent. If you do five minutes every single day, by the end of the week, you will have, what is it, 30 minutes, 25 minutes of reading or whatever? 35 minutes, yeah. 35 minutes of reading. There you go. It's 35 minutes that you wouldn't have had before. And honestly, sometimes it's just that push to make us start. 
So do that. That that should be number one. Obviously, YouTube is full of a lot of content. Go with it. If there are events that you can afford, oh my God, you should absolutely go. I know it might be sometimes a little expensive or whatever, but once you go, it's going to be the relationships you create there that will blow your mind. When I went to the volunteer event for Tony Robbins, then one of the number one things I uh, learned is not to judge people. And honestly, that's all over the world today. Hey, don't judge people, don't judge them by discover, whatever, okay? I know a lot of people hear it, but going through it is another thing. When I was in the volunteer event, I saw a girl, her name is Sexy. She was sitting down, she was quiet. Like, ah, she's probably just a college student, not doing much, or whatever. Who, you know, I don't know what she was doing. Maybe, you know, she's quiet. I know she wants to grow like all of us. But something in my head said, you know, just talk to her. She had a really nice earring, so I told her, hey, nice earring. And then from there, we got talking about a bunch of self-development stuff. It turns out that this white girl that I thought she was just into herself is leading seminars in the Philippines of 200 to 500 people about vision boards. And that was a slap in my face so hard that <laughs> I can never look at anybody the same, using my eyes perception, but using your soul to give them a chance to see who they are. And that is a huge concept that I came out with. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I love I mean, that. Yeah, it's so good. You never know who you're going to meet yeah. because everyone has their own story, their own thing that's going on. And that thing is so exciting because yeah. you never know what you're going to learn. And I think it's, yeah. I think it's awesome, especially yeah. about big events yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You never know who you'll meet. It's, it's sweet. So are there any specific resources that you would recommend for self-development? Any resources, courses, yeah, no. events? Um, so, oh, one big resource is where we actually met, which is MentorBot, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you yes. Know, if you don't have the patience to read a whole book, Go to MentorBot. It's seven bucks a month. And you get a library of a lot of books where you can at least get the ideas. Right? That's, that's one. Um, obviously, for Tony Robbins stuff, you can just go to TonyRobbins.com or, or just go to YouTube and get all those resources. But I would say your biggest resource is building relationships, really. Like building relationships with the right people. Because those are the people that will tell you about their different events and the different lessons you never know. Also try to find mastermind groups. I don't know if some of your audience probably have read Think and Grow Rich. One of the biggest things there is to form mastermind groups because the sum of minds is better than just one mind. Because you are just exchanging ideas and getting to know people. And they, they, you know, they, they want to help. People want to generally help. So try to find that. Or, you know what, if it's not in your reach, create one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> create one and start with your friends or, or whatever. Um, I, I, I really think just, you know, you'll have your own environment, but being able to go to the environment where you want to be in is huge. Mm -hmm. And you might not think those people are available. They are. Just search for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That makes sense. Are there any like specific areas or, or like resources you can use to find these mastermind groups? Uh, so when you go to Facebook and you honestly just put mastermind groups, so many of them will pop up. So many of them. And a lot of them, they tend to discuss the Think and Grow Rich book. Have you read it, by the way? I've read part. I'm, I'm actually reading it right now. So I'm in, I'm in the process of reading it. it. So that book is amazing. And a lot of people obviously go through that. 
And once you become part of a mastermind group, sometimes there's coaches there where they normally would charge a lot of money to, to coach people. But they're, because they are there for one another, you don't get charged. And trust me, sometimes it can be expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. One thing, I re- one thing I really want people to search and understand is and the idea behind visualization. And visualization is so huge, you have no idea. Every single book that I read about a leader or a, that is already, you know, making it out there and they're happy, they use visualization to get what they want in life. A hundred and ten percent every time. So practicing, how to, what is visualization? It is visualizing what you want in life consistently. And the results will blow your mind, I promise you. I just did this the other day, quick story. I sat down and I was visualizing that I will get money out of nowhere. And I kept visualizing, no matter, you're gonna get the negative voice inside you, say, boy, stop talking. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna get money out of nowhere. It's gonna happen. <laughs> And then on Cyber Monday, I was buying a deal from Amazon with 40 bucks. I already had a $35 gift card on Amazon. When I checked out, it said, oh, it was uh, they only charged me $10, but then $30 from my uh, credit card. I'm like, what? I had $35 gift card. What are you doing? Why did you pick from there? I was pissed. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I wanted this deal anyway. I moved on. The next day, I was still pissed. I looked at it. Then the third day, I'm like, you shouldn't have done that. You know, I had a gift card. And so I realized that didn't charge my credit card. It said courtesy credit. I'm like, what the heck is courtesy credit? I searched on what courtesy credit was. It was money that Amazon would give you if they mess up on your shipping or for some other, they can give it to you for whatever reason they want. Main point is, because that is not a coincidence anymore, because it happened too many times. I visualized it and it happened, which blew my mind. That's awesome. <laughs> so I hope people can do that. But also, what you see behind me, vis- uh, vision board, they can search online, of, of, you know, and they and they're able to find a lot of resources of how to create a vision board. Um, for your audience, if they want me to help them, I can certainly help them. I won't charge them. Just to honor you bringing me in your podcast. Um, I would totally honor that because I've been working with a lot of people of creating not just any type of vision board, but how to be specific on creating a vision board that can really help you take action rather than just looking at a picture and hoping it happens. Uh, so anyone in from your side that needs help with that, I've been doing that a lot for people. That's my baby. So uh, I can certainly help people because my goal is to really just help individuals to take them to the next level because other people have done that for me. That's amazing. I'll, I'll certainly have to, you know, I'll put a link in the blog post so that you can contact Sal Ye so you can get some help with your vision board. And, and I want to say, you know, I'm certainly no stranger to visualization. You know, it, it's really good for getting motivation. About it. <laughs> so what, what I, what I kind of specialize in is high performance, you know, mental ability. So mm. making sure that you're at your highest, you know, mental performance. One of the, the important parts about that is your ability to learn. And so the, your ability to learn is very highly dependent on your ability to visualize. Yes. So visualizing is extremely important for every single technique that I teach because everything kind of builds off of that. If you want to learn faster, if you want to think more creatively, 
it all starts with your ability to visualize and you can kind of layer other techniques on top of there. But, you know, so it all kind of started there for me. So I started with just how can I use this to kind of learn faster and think more creatively. And, you know, I saw a a ton of improvement and I'm helping other people to see improvement as well so that they can perform at the highest level. Now, you can also build off of that to, you know, build your goals, build your dreams. And that really Mm -hmm. serves as motivation so that you can actually achieve your dreams in reality or make whatever you see in your mind a reality. So, you know, visualization is like a whole central idea for for pretty much everything I do. And I think it's interesting because, you know, it it kind of, you know, blends in with your goals, your motivations, reality, and also your mental performance. So how you learn, a lot of people, like they think that your creative abilities are different from your learning abilities, like your ability to do a math equation or learn some information, but it's all connected. And I think it's so interesting because, you know, visualization you know, that's how, how the whole right side of your brain thinks. Yeah. It's how it learns. And it's extremely important. And I just think it's a fascinating topic. And I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. And isn't it so, I think the more you dive into it, and, you know, because you're doing a lot of work with it, um, I actually signed up for something that you, you kind of had. Um, thanks for bringing that up. But it makes you feel so, it makes you feel like what you're touching, it's, it's, you're just touching a, a, a sand, a bit of it. Mm-hmm. And it opens so much possibility that almost your brain can't, can't grasp because you feel like it's it's so infinite <laughs> of how it can go. It's so huge. You yeah, know? it's amazing. I think that people are capable of, you know, far more than they could ever imagine. And, you know, to me, that's exciting. And I want to find ways to help people reach that. And that's kind of what this whole show is about. You know, different ways of doing that, getting over your limitations. And reaching your fullest potential and I think it's just a very very interesting topic that not a lot of people are going for at least in like the, the mental aspect so your ability to perform in the world create ideas and learn from the actions yeah. that you take and the knowledge you absorb oh absolutely and this is what I kind of tried to do with uh, my vision board um, it's, it's a combined learning from different coaches that I've had over over the years is like how to create a vision board and how to stay consistent on a weekly basis, how to combine visualization with that. Um, one thing that I learned when I was at home is from this guy named Master Co. And he talks more about energy and visualization at the same time and how you should visualize um, uh, gold and pink lights because it's, it's such a relaxing color that you can, and it's mind blowing because we did exercises with us actually feeling things in our hands, uh, <laughs> it kind of made me feel very empowered because you can feel your whole, you know, the hair in your body kind of stands up from doing these exercises because you're visualizing removing negative energy and your mind is listening to that, you know, and one, one particular exercise we did, which was insane, so he had us sitting down and then he said, he had someone above us just kind of Hands or hand, or his hands or her hands like this, and then he said, "In your mind, position your hands this way, and in your mind, just give yellow light to someone you love most, right?" And so we did that. He said, "You have to do it from the heart, you really, because when you bring someone you love a lot, it will be very passionate about doing that." And so we did that, and then he said, "Okay, stop. Now visualize you're giving light and love and genuineness." To, to your whole family, and so we did that. And so the person above us just 
kind of stayed with their hands above us like this. And then the third thing he made us do at the same time is now visualize you're giving the whole world genuine love and energy. And what, then we stop. And then he asked us, ask the person who's above you what do they feel. So I was asking the other volunteer who was with me, I was working together with her. She said, with every step that we went through, the resistance with me putting this above your head, the resistance was even more. It kind of grew with, you know, from the person you love most, mm. to your family, to the world, I felt more resistance in my head. Oh, wow. That kind of blows your mind because it's like, what if you're visualizing your goals, all, you know, every day and just kind of sending them off to the universe? Who's going to respond? And that just makes you go, oh, my God. It, that's, that's what I mean by once you learn all these things, you feel like the world is infinite. You know so little. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah it totally. Really motivates you to kind of go forward. <laughs> so, um, Sally, I, I'm curious. I, I want to I wanna talk a little bit about, you know, what are some of your personal goals and how do you stay motivated for these? Okay. So the way I stay motivated, some of my goals is to obviously take this um, visualization slash vision board to the next level, which is teaching bigger groups, and I'm already working on that actually. Um, and also public speaking and motivational speaking slash coaching, take that to the next level as well. Right now I'm doing regulations at a bank. It's not a thing that rests with my heart, I know that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> this is what rests with my heart. So to be able to accomplish that is to really invest in myself even more, right? to go to different events like Tony's and different events. You have to be open-minded. You can't just depend on one type of thinking, but to see what else is out there. So I am planning to just continue investing myself to meet awesome people such as yourself because you never know how you're going to exchange, right? What are you going to exchange from one another? You come in for one thing and then you end up leaving with, you know, blown away by other things. So to continue building relationships in your life and to just do them genuinely, please don't build relationships where you're just like I'm here for me but be there for yourself but also for other people so that's what I'm doing building those relationships um, to honestly just look at my vision board because if I look at my vision board I know what to do for the whole day my vision board is so specific it has numbers um, I, I basically chose nine areas in my life that I want to improve uh, such as finances family and just to give you one example um, one of the one of the things over there is health. And so what I mean by specific, I have a number there that says, I have a year, a year where I want to accomplish all of this, but I have a number there that says 1,000 plus workouts. So in those five years. So I, I, I can look at this, I can look at my vision board daily and say, oh, there's so much I can do today. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I'm, I'm doing that. Um, I am constantly uh, documenting. What I mean by documenting is I'll go to YouTube, go on a live, maybe I'll learn a new idea, and I would just vocal, be vocal about it. You never know. Because sometimes when you're doing life, you don't know what you're about to say. You're even um, unpredictable to yourself because you never know what's going to happen there. And so you're being vocal, you're documenting, other people are seeing you. And so some people might think it's about getting views. No, it's about finding yourself at the same token. Because you're going to say something 
that makes sense to yourself rather than to your viewers. Like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That happens to me a lot. I gotta <laughs> you know, so but I think one important thing also uh, to help that's helping me get to my next level is actually spending time to get to know who I am. Because we have gone through so many things in the world, so many realities or whatever, and we're trying to please people and, and be a certain individual for the world that we don't even know who we are. Can you imagine what a strong weapon each individual would be if they knew who they are? You know what I mean? It's like when you learn a skill, because you know that skill so much, you're able to manipulate it, you're able to create so many different things because of that skill. Now, imagine if you knew yourself and you're able to do that. Anything you know is I mean? possible. <laughs> so when you take 20 minutes, 30 minutes every day just to get to know who you are, and it might be you going to different events to get to know who you are, you know, to throw yourself out there, to not just expect success and stay home, that'll take you to the next level. Uh, another thing that you said that is really good that I am using to take me to the next level is the gratitude box. Uh, so it could be in a form of gratitude journal, for me, I do it through prayer and meditation. So when I pray every day, I'm always thanking God because you know I'm a believer in that. So I'm always thanking God for what He has given me, and just kind of making that my guide. So write it if you want to write it, great because that can help as well. I find that to be helpful for sure to write. You know, every day, you know, don't make it hard on yourself. You don't have to write a page. Just write three things and move on. You know, it's kind of making things flexible for yourself, not to be too hard on yourself, but at the same token, um, I think just doing that consistently is what has helped me, at least. Um, what else? I think it's also taking massive action. I've been just taking massive action on myself and talking to different people, doing different things, creating different projects. Um, if you get an inspiration, don't shut it down. Go for it. Make it happen. I'll give you one example. Uh, there was one person we were doing a uh, workshop. I was doing a workshop with her and her visualization. And I really loved her story because she had a suicidal background and it was crazy. So I got inspired to do spoken words. I don't know if you've heard of it, but spoken words where you have kind of music in the background and then mm -hmm. sort of poetry. And so I got inspired to do one. And so I wrote it down real quick while the inspiration is there. Put a song in the background, use her photos after permission, and then I gave her the video. And that just blew her away and blew me away because I don't know I could do that. <laughs> but it's honestly, and this is the part of getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it helps, it helps her with the way she's feeling as well. And so that helped me. Also, doing things from the heart. Because if you do things from the heart, It'll make you be more motivated, more driven to do it because there is a meaning behind it for you. There's a connection for it. You really believe in it rather than doing things because someone expects it. That's just going to be it. They're going to see through you. you. If no one sees through you, you're going to see through you and you're going to feel like crap. So <laughs> do things from the soul and that is totally, all of that is so just bringing me so close to what I want to do in life. And, you know, it's acting like it's happening already. Thank you, Celia. I really love that answer. And I, I certainly agree with what you said about doing things from the heart, doing things from the soul, and providing value to other people. Because yeah. I think that for, for business in particular, if you want to, you know, do great things, 
you always have to focus on, you know, other people, how you can provide value to them, how you can do that from your heart. Because one of the, the, the common perceptions about, you know, business or wealthy people is that, you know, it's the greedy people who do extremely well, the self-centered ones. But, you know, in, you know, nine times out of 10, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's the people that focus on other people first, providing them massive value. Those are the people who, who become massively successful who can change the world and build the life that they want to live. And, and I always find that to be a, a fascinating topic. So on the topic of business and, you know, achieving great things, are there any tips or techniques or advice that you would give to people that want to be successful in this area? No, absolutely. I mean, one thing is to, is to always, um, you know, it's always have that surrounding of people when it comes to business. You know, whether you are being an entrepreneur, Right or looking for a job. I mean, I know there's a lot of students that are always looking for a job and they want to make money. Your resume is not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Today, your resume is not enough. You've really got to build those relationships, relationships with with these professionals. So whether you go to a lot of college events um, and just kind of putting yourself out there, don't be a robot. Really, don't be a robot. Just be yourself when you go to these events. People see you. You might think that. Oh, you're quiet. No one sees you. People see you. So be yourself and show up. Because if you don't show up, you've missed out. <laughs> so, so that's that's one thing. Uh, but also to keep on investing on resources that, that that can help you. I mean, if you see a coach that has what you want, uh, you know, people are given free value, so you can see what they're capable of. If you see that in some coaches, it'll be worth it. Go for it. Invest in yourself. You will learn. You will learn from that because it's going to take you to the next level. Also, find out what other people are doing. I mean, what is, right now, I think the big conversation is around funnels. Funnels is what's bringing a lot of businesses to the next level. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, something Brun- Brun- Brunson? Uh, Russell Brunson. Yeah, yeah. This guy is everywhere now. Just watching his free content can take your business to the next level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm actually yeah. like working on launching my first sales funnel right now. Yeah, there, there you go. You're so I'm very excited to see how it goes. But he is everywhere. But his stuff is also yeah. extremely valuable. And that's they the key. Are. And honestly, he provides a lot of free things that are, his marketing is so intelligent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read I read yeah. his, his book, Expert Secrets. And honestly, even if you don't do, even if you don't touch his funnels or business or whatever, just by reading that book, you get so much value. He gives you he gives you so much value in that book. It makes you question why you don't invest in his business. It's crazy, right? Um, so so it's really seeing what everybody else is doing, what is working for everybody else, and asking questions and, and being part of those groups. You know, can take your business to the next level. Um, and and constantly reflecting on what is not working for you and why. You know, being mm-hmm. super honest. Because if you're super honest with yourself, you'll know how you screwed up. I know in our family business, there was one where sales were kind of sucky. And so we had to, to throw away the mask and really be very honest of why is our business not working. Is it customer service? Is it the way we present to the store? Is it the way, is it the items? Like, what is it? What is it about your business? Are you not being innovative? Why did, why, why did, um, why, why is a lot of businesses closing? Is it because of in- innovation? I, I could have never thought that Toys R Us was going to close as a business. 
and it has to do a lot with innovation. How can you be a little different, you know, with your clientele, you know, to just kind of take yourself to the to another level. So you know, you have to stay around these things. Yeah, you really got to keep up with the times. I think that's what's so important. Yeah, like I, I never would have thought that Toys R Us would go out of business as well, yeah. but you know, look where we are. They're gone. <laughs> But I think that, you know, that also says something that, you know, in order to stay competitive and stay in business, you really have to keep up with the times. You have to be yeah. adaptable and you have to think about the future because if you're stuck in the past, especially in the business world, you know, you're going to get outcompeted. You're going to get mm -hmm. shoved out of the marketplace. So that is something that is extremely important to do. And I, I want to talk about some specific action steps. So for people who want to, you know, maybe they're students and they're looking for a job or maybe if it's, maybe it's someone who wants to get into entrepreneurship. What are the first steps that you would recommend them to take? What would the first couple of steps be? Obviously, the first thing is for you to have the intention of what you want to get out of it. Because that's pretty big. If anything, that's what's going to drive you to do anything. So for a student who really wants to grow themselves and go into and have that background, right? Because everything is a muscle. You can't just show up to the world and expect everyone to shower you with opportunities. It's a muscle that you have to um, to grow within yourself. So one thing that I did when I was in college was I started to get involved in student organizations, and I really feel like that took me to the next level. Just not showing up and just oh I'm a student organizer, but also doing work, doing work for these things. I was taking care of 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 our shop, going to an internship, and being part of. Uh, student organizations at the same time. I literally had no rest, but I knew what I was doing because of my my intention is to succeed. Me being tired, I forgot all about that. I'm like, I'll, 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 whatever. When I get home, I'll rest. But I know what I want to achieve. So yes, being able to go into these student organizations and really participate and have fun. It was so much fun for me, <laughs> just to kind of be around those people, and and it's because I really wanted to build relationships. So, so be part of those. Build as many relationships as possible when you're there. Show them who you are. Do you have a talent? Don't hide it. Show it off because it might be helping, you know, someone with their event or or, or, or creating that nice flyer or being a great PR. Show your talent. You don't know who's watching. So, so that's another thing. Um, obviously, it's not just about creating your resume, but what the heck are you going to put in your resume? It can't just be that you're in school, but you're doing things. So whether you are um, increasing your, your visibility in college or whatever, being part of an organization, you will list it in that resume. Uh, trying to get a different internship. You don't have to get the best internship. I didn't have the best internship. I just knew what I just wanted to get into. I got into it, and it helped me so much. So also, obviously, doing internships as a student. Um, some colleges, when they do uh, financial aid, they also do something called work study. So, mm -hmm. you, so they basically give you, I think, $2,000 or something to be part of an internship. It's almost like you don't have to get interviewed. You just get the internship. <laughs> it's great. So yeah, it's right. You got you to you skip that whole process. Yeah. So if you can do that, do that. I did two of those, and they were amazing. Mm -hmm. They were really, really and they're, and they're such good people uh, because mm -hmm. of those. Um, another thing is be vocal. Seriously, be vocal on what you want because if you're not vocal, people are not going to know what you want. You know, you might be talking to someone who doesn't really have what you want, but he knows someone that knows someone that knows someone. 
it happens all the time. So be vocal. You know, be out there. And another big thing for college students is build your skill set. I know your mind is kind of clouded with, oh, I got to get an A in this or whatever, but build your skill set. So whether it's getting your skills sharpened in Excel, if you're going into business and you don't know Excel and PowerPoint, I know PowerPoint mm-hmm. sounds so simple, but trust me, it's not. These managers of these banks, they care about the color, they care about the content, they care about the font. If you can be an expert on just creating presentable PowerPoints, not just the general knowledge, trust me, I swear to you, you will be a good asset. And if you know Excel to a, to a better level, even better. So Microsoft Office in general, get that skill. Mm-hmm. If you can get other specific skills into um, in, in your resume that you can add to it, so whether it's public speaking, whether it's, I don't know, Photoshop, whether it's video editing, whether it's um, kind of global programs that a lot of companies use, such as, I don't know, Salesforce. There's a lot of companies that use Salesforce for tracking or whatever. So kind of narrowing down those skills and just learning them in your own time. I mean, YouTube is full of these things. Or if you want to pay for something cheap, Udemy, right? Udemy has so many $10 courses that go to from beginner to expert level. And there's a bunch that are also free as well. I just want to throw that out there as well. You can find a whole bunch of free coupons on Google. There you go. Yeah. So kind of building yourself up that. Yeah, I would say that over the last year, you know, I've been in school for like, you know, throughout high school, middle school, like that's 12 years right there. Then university, that's another four years. So 16 years. And then in like the past year, which is, you know, about the time I got into entrepreneurship, I would say that this has probably been the, the best learning opportunity of like everything. I've probably learned more in like the past year than all the other years combined. So, you know, what you said about building your skill set, I think is extremely important. Oh, and, you know, you know, doing your own thing, following your dream is a very, very powerful way to do that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really like that you're doing that, Sal. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there who are hesitant to go mm-hmm. for their dreams. But, you know, I just want to tell you that, you know, if you just get started today, mm-hmm. if you stop procrastinating, you know, in a month from now, in six months from now, in a year from now, just imagine where you are and then think about, you know, if you make that much change in a year, like when I think about it right now, just thinking another year from now, then five years from now in the future, it's just an exciting thought because you get to learn and grow every day. And I think it's fantastic. No, absolutely. And honestly, don't overwhelm yourself with saying, oh, now when do I am I going to be in a year? Or, oh my God, I have to pick me and I don't know where to start. Just ask yourself one question and make it so simple so you don't get overwhelmed. What can I do today? to just make one small step, just one one step. What can I do today? Because that removes all of the things that overwhelm you. If it's just reading one page, if it's just reading one word from a book, then be it. Mm -hmm. But get closer and be consistent. (laughs) Exactly. It's good to start small. Like what I, I started small when I first started, but now I'm doing this thing where every day I'll write down my goals and then I'll take five specific actions to move closer towards that goal. So to anyone out there who's looking to, you know, increase the efficiency of your time, of the actions that you take, that's a really good way to get started, to take massive action. Because, you know, it, it just five actions a day, it doesn't sound like much, but after 30 days in a month, oh yeah, that's 150 actions. That is a ton. You can make a ton <laughs> of progress. <laughs> and then a year, it's, it's like even more. You know, it's over 2,000 or it's around 2,000 actions. So you can make a ton of progress and it's a good way to get started. 
So I'm curious, Salye, what are the biggest opportunities that you see in the world right now? Oh, man. It's a loaded question. <laughs> I, there's probably a lot of them. Yeah, there's so much. I, I mean, honestly, just from, you know, you can make money doing so many things, not just money, but learning and growing. There's so many opportunities. I mean, it is honestly just realizing what you want to do in life and then taking yourself to that level. There's so many. This is why I don't believe in, in such thing as, you know how in, in high school, whatever, they would tell you business is the safe major that you can go to in college. Mm-hmm. That is not true at all. If I can go back in time, I would not have taken accounting at all. Because what would you have done? I, 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 I probably would have gone into communication. I don't know. I would probably mm-hmm. have gone more, even deeper into psychology, something like that, something with the people. I realize that if you don't choose your path, somebody else will. Someone, if you don't choose your path, someone else will choose it for you. Absolutely 100% true. Because if you don't know what to do in life, someone will suggest something and you'll go with it. And then you realize that you couldn't have done that. Perfect example. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but, you know, choosing my own path sounds so much more exciting and you don't have to go down the route of conventional wisdom there's so much opportunity today for you to go through you just have to go out there and grab it and honestly if you like accounting great that's good (laughs) choose it (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly if you're super passionate about accounting then go for it there's so much opportunities out there to to, no matter what you choose in college or in the world or whatever there is a group of people that are thinking the same thing and they want there's people out there that are waiting for your service there really is it's just a matter of you building yourself and showing up mm-hmm. and going after these opportunities, no matter where they are. So, you know, saying yes more to these to these opportunities that are around you. Is it going to an event? Is it going to a podcast? Is it going, you know what I mean? Is it going to a workshop? Is it, you know, just, just keep saying yes to these opportunities? Mm-hmm. And there's so much just by searching, searching on the niche that you like you know, events around you, mm-hmm. on public speaking, you'll find it. I promise you, you'll find it or close to you. You know, close to your, our digital world has made us so close into things. I mean, the other day, I'm like, you know, I really want to get started on small part just to see how to make money, uh, some, yeah, some extra money on the side. And from one thing led to another, talking to different people, I ran into a couple of websites where you watch, uh, where you test um, websites and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like a minute or 20 minute test website and get, I don't know if it's 10 bucks, 20 bucks, or 30 bucks, something like that. Opportunities are out there. You know, you there's a ton to, of them. Yeah, there's too many. There's a good website actually I want to recommend to your, uh, your uh, uh, viewers, which is pennyholder.com. Yeah, penny what is holder. that? So this website, first of all, it's a good gate the opportunity of how to make money in the side. Um, it, it's really, really, really amazing <laughs> because it gives you so many ideas of how to how to save so much money on your everyday things, how to um, kind of different opportunities of how to make in the side. So if you're trying to make you know some money in the side, you, there's so many things in that website. Whether it leads you, and the good thing about it, there's so much in the, so much things in the internet. The good thing about that website, it links you to genuine websites. They test these websites before they put it out there, which is, you know, which is pretty awesome. So, 
um, that website, I recommend people to see it. Um, I mean, even through that website, I was able to find um, another service that gives you a free uh, credit score check, you know, where you don't have to pay for it. And that same website uh, can also help you understand how you can raise your credit score. So, you know, that website is full with so much opportunities. I can actually send you the link so you can check it out. Um, through that website, I was able to renegotiate my uh, uh, cable insurance, my car insurance. My, you know, it's just so much. Um, you know, so much benefit out of that. I'll send you the link today. Okay, perfect. And for the listeners, I'm going to put that link in the description below. So, Sally, I don't want to take up too much of your time today. And one of the things that I do for the show is I always leave the, 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 the guests with one final question, and it's this. If you could only leave the audience with one piece of actionable advice, what would it be? Ooh. One advice. Oh. Oh. Honestly, if I have to give you one advice, it would be to really practice creating um, creating your vision. Because this is how I got into my stuff, which is through vision. Practice creating your vision. Because think about it. If I tell you, go read, go read the textbook. It's so vague. You don't know where to start. It's annoying. But if I tell you, go read chapter 12, I'm giving you a specific path. Your brain, that's how your brain works. If you tell your brain to go on a specific path, it knows to do that. So I would ask you to create your vision and be as specific as possible because that would lead you into creating relationships. That would create, that would lead you into investing in yourself. That would lead you into educating yourself on things that you're not taught in school. That would lead you into going to different events, to taking yourself to a different level because you are following that vision. I want to be that person because with my genuine heart and soul, that's how I want to change the world. When you are that specific, and creating that vision, I promise you, I swear to you, it'll take you to the <laughs> next level. <laughs> so that would be my advice. Thank you, Sally. I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know, I already do a lot of visualization, but, you know, from talking to, to you today, I, I'd have to say that I'm certainly inspired. So I'm going to take my visualization to the next level. And to the listeners out there, I hope that you also take your visualization to the next level. And I hope that you got a ton of value from this conversation today. So Sally, if the audience wants to know more about you and learn about what you're doing, where could they do so at? I mean, honestly, they can just connect with me on Facebook. I am always, my face, I don't, I don't separate my life with creating two accounts, the Transformation Soleil and the Facebook Soleil. Honestly, if you live the same life wherever you are, that's what's going to make you <laughs> a genuine individual. So just as simple as connecting with me on my regular Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, which you know, which we are connected there. You can put the description for the audience as well. Um, honestly, I am there to just build relationships with people. And if there's anything I can do for people, you know, I'm there. I'm really there without holding back because I've been where you are, and I know how mm -hmm. it feels. And I also know how it feels for people to go to the next level. And I want to be part of a, a movement that changes people's lives. So. That would be the best spot to connect with you. <laughs>
Thank you, Sal. I, I loved having you on the show today, and I think that we had an, an amazing conversation about how to help people, about how to reach your goals and visualization. So thank you for coming on the show today. I greatly appreciate it. No, thank you. No, thank you so much. I'm just very glad that we ran into each other. <laughs> I'm very glad as well, you know, but it was just by chance. But it, it was great yeah. to talk to you today. And for the audience out there, I hope that you guys certainly learned as much as I did today. And I also hope that you learned even more to, than me today so that you can take it with you in your life. And until next time, we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Da Vinci Mindset Podcast.